I'm Maureen Natura, and you're listening to the Positive Fantastic Podcast. Alira Rose has been experimenting in the free-range sonic playground of musical alchemy since she was a little girl. Whether she's bringing spoken word poetry to musicality or looping sound over sung verses, she's always brewing up some amazing lyricism to support us all becoming more embodied, whole humans. I spent a blessed rainy day in the spring recording this podcast with Alira and her yurt in the wilds of Mendocino County. I hope you'll enjoy our interview interspersed with original songs from Alira's repertoire.
So today I'm visiting Alira Rose in her yurt home in the hills of Mendocino County. Welcome to the show, Alira. Thank you. Thank you for coming out. Yeah, <laughs> it's so gorgeous today. I was driving out here, just there's a big storm brewing and there's all these wildflowers happening and it's been really lovely and, and I'm excited to get to talk to you. We've known each other for a really long time, a little bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time that you really came into my consciousness was when you were in the Voodoo Medicine Show with my brother and my cousin yeah. <laughs> and and then for a while I had a close friend who was becoming an events producer and I had a event production area we had you know, where I live at the Fry Ranch right. and so we had a lot of shows there and one year we had the Mother's Milk and Honey show which was a really fun Mother's Day gathering of featuring women artists and you were you were one of the women artists that was so, so sweet yeah that was really lovely yeah. so I'm excited to talk to you today about fast forwarding to the present and all the amazing musical things you've been up to. Oh, thank you. So Lyra, you're a musician of various capacities and genres and musicalities. Do you want to share about how you got started on your journey? Sure, I'd love to. Well, let's see. <laughs> it's been a long journey. I like to say I was, I came out screaming I could, I've been womb. singing, <laughs> singing. I've been singing since I could scream and writing since I could scribble. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Nice. <laughs> Music has always been a part of my upbringing. My, my grandpa had an old player piano, you know, mm -hmm. the one with the, the user feet and it, you put in the old scrolls. It plays itself. It plays itself. Uh -huh, right. My uncle was a really great pianist. He would just he would play like ragtime tunes and mm. we would have a piano on our front porch and mm -hmm. that was a always a fun time and yeah my mom would sing she was in the marching band she played french horn i think it is mm -hmm. yeah so music was around and i had a band in fifth grade 
called nice. Moonbeam. Moonbeam. <laughs> Rock on. But no one played instruments. And <laughs> what did you do? Well, we just, it was a concept. And uh-huh. I ended up writing songs that were like, they were like in the likes of Alanis Morissette, like mm-hmm. angry love songs uh-huh. at 10 years old. Oh, uh, wow. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I knew it so much. <laughs> so that was a thing. Fast forward, I got my first guitar when I was 13. The same year I got a gas mask for Christmas. Oh. <laughs> did, did they go together in that way? Or it's like a post-apocalyptic steampunk guitar right. band? <laughs> you know, just looking back, I didn't think much of it at the time. But looking back, I was like, that's an interesting coincidence. It's like the universe is like, here, you're going to need these, kid. And you're going to need a gas mask. And you're going to need a guitar. Uh-huh. Sing your way through the chaos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> SMAX actually come in handy these days in California. They do. Yeah, they Smoke really season do. is a real reality. It's a real thing in our lives now. Um, yeah. And guitars. Guitars are infinitely valuable. Always. Yeah. I have them around. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, we're sitting on an array of guitar musical instruments and hanging, hanging above us. around. <laughs> My gas mask is gone, but, and the guitar that was given to me was a black and white Fender Stratocaster, and that got stolen when all my music gear got stolen, but Mm. it had, it was, had some good moments. (laughs) (laughs) It got you started. It got me started, and, you know, I played it on and off throughout high school, and I was kind of shy, but it's always writing, Mm -hmm. and I think my, my to want to play was my was wanting to bring life to the words that I've been writing and it was it's just a way to express and when I really found my voice it was after I went to UCSC also for oh, um, nice banana slugs yeah yeah <laughs> I only I was only there for a year. Invertebrates, woo! <laughs> right. In the in the understory of the redwoods, <laughs> right? My mom went there too, and hey. my cousin. Um, it's probably the most beautiful campus in the world. I'm just going to say that I've been around. I right. get around, and I, I really, I, I can't. It's unparalleled beauty. Totally. Yeah. I I would ride my bike down. Is it Bay Avenue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just that view of the ocean, mm. pretty eclectic scenery. So gorgeous, yeah. I only lasted there for a year. Actually, it was a, it was a hard time for me, and and I I went through just like a whole. I went through a really dark time and was very depressed and felt really disillusioned by society and mm-hmm. you know there's so much pressure when we're younger to figure everything out and. I was just going down not a great path and didn't feel like I had mm. community and didn't feel like I could trust anyone mm. and had just felt very alone. Mm-hmm. And it was after that that I left and I, I wanted to learn more about the body and I ended up wanting to study massage, mm-hmm. feeling like I had no idea how to take care of this body, you know. And then from there, it was like a... I ended up just writing songs and just, I couldn't stop. And I ended up moving up to Mendocino County. And actually here was where I just like 
inspiration was just like pouring out of me and I was mm. learning how to like record a little bit and mm-hmm. yeah actually I had a 16 track recorder for a while and it was just like misty and I would just like futz around and like try to create soundscapes and back then there was no like I had no plan I was just like it was just for freedom of expression you know yeah. and it was just such a journey and I felt like this world was opening up inside of me and I had access to this you know this higher power whatever you want to call it like my Mm. higher self was like communicating through me and I could I could finally feel like a release and and I felt like I was able to sing myself back together you know and Mm. and over and over again I feel like Mm -hmm. life is a constant process of falling apart and coming back together so and songs help (laughs) songs help a lot it really does and the whole journey of creating it and like learn just that spark of creation when it comes through you and I'm really passionate about just the the alchemical process of creating whatever Mm -hmm. it is whatever Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. create whether you're a chef in the kitchen or you're a dancer you know that creative process really is what I live for and like and I think as humans we can yeah I just want it I wish there was more, more focus or encouragement to connect to this part of ourselves, you know? (laughs) Totally. I think that if we had art as our society, societal basis, rather than capitalism, we would live in a really different reality. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. That, that's my dream. Yeah. To be surrounded by art and artists and Although you can like totally lose yourself a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But I love that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's my dream. Yeah. So I think that was a big turning point after like really facing an all time low. I call it my first existential crisis. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The first. There's many. (laughs) And really finding how music it was like this superpower and it terrified me as well to share, but I felt, felt like I needed to. And, and once I started to do that, it was, you know, doors opened up and, and it was this way, this language and way to communicate with people. And, um, that's when kind of around when the voodoo medicine show came, yeah, (laughs) came into my life and was born it, we were just going to um, full moon parties at a friend's house and we were just jamming for fun. And yeah, that's a really special part of my life. And I always have fond memories and just... It was so sweet. I remember going to shows and you guys had quite the ensemble cast. I mean, there was <laughs> a lot of eclectic characters. <laughs> And then there was, you know, so there was the musical eclectic characters and then there was usually somebody on silks. So there was like a whole nother performing artist piece intertwined with the music. So it did have that kind of feel of fullness. Like it wasn't just a performance of the concert. It was a interactive milieu, if you will. And Mm. so fun. Right. Yes. Those were the days. (laughs) I love the Fry family. And yeah, I felt like it was just so cool to jam and I felt like everyone was just so free to explore and play. And I felt so free and, you know, fumbled around a lot and 
but had a lot of fun. Totally. Just yeah. had so much fun and just great musicianship and it's good times. Good times. <laughs> After a Voodoo Medicine show, I ended up moving to Sonoma County for a bit and I wanted to keep on my journey of the healing arts and studied mm -hmm. Ayurveda and I remember coming down to the Deanna Center Apothecary and you were like oh, barista yeah. for a minute. <laughs> yeah. The elixirista. Uh-huh. The elixirista. Yes. That's more fun to say. I love <laughs> beverages. I have a thing for beverages. I have a drinking problem <laughs> for beverages. For yummy deliciousness. <laughs> for yummy delicious beverages. But yeah, my I kind of took a break with music or it's always there in the background, even when I try to take breaks, you know, sometimes you wonder if it'll just go away, but it's, it hasn't yet. It's always there. <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I'm on this journey of somehow bringing these worlds within me of the healing arts, my passion for the healing arts as well as music and, there's more and more information coming out about the, you know, healing benefits of music and that mm -hmm. creation process. Mm -hmm. So after the Voodoo Medicine show, I had a band called Alira Rose and the Jungle Pirates for a moment. And that <laughs> the was Jungle a thing. Pirates. Uh -huh. <laughs> we played Lucidity, I think. After Alira Rose and the Jungle Pirates, a girlfriend, my best friend, Allie, uh -huh. Allison Miller, we had been singing together on and off for years and we decided to t to join forces and sing more together and take ourselves more seriously and for we played around just us and then we couldn't figure out names for a while and eventually eventually we came up with the band name mirror pool mm -hmm. which i kind of love because it's we're both obsessed with well maybe maybe me more than her but <laughs> just the process of shadow work and mm. you know how life is a reflection of mm -hmm. everything and ourselves and sometimes we get caught in the mirror pool the mirror pond mm -hmm. hopefully we don't get too caught in the mirror poo <laughs> <laughs> um no drowning yeah so we we have a project right now it's on it's on pause because she's in santa barbara and and that brings us up to now where i've been mm actually just wanting to refocus on my own music again and learn how to record myself and learning production and just learning how to yeah be in my own musicality again for a moment and recalibrate mm -hmm. and go from there mm -hmm. i think the last one of the last gatherings pre-pandemia was, was it Om Rising, or what was the name of that festival that you guys played? Oh, yeah, at? Om Rising. And you had a workshop about looping and things. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, I love looping. Looping has definitely been like a very instrumental part of my growth as a musician mm -hmm. to be able to just create a whole soundscape and learn with myself. And for people that don't know what looping is, it's yeah. like a data bank of sorts that you record you know a line into so you could record a beat or you could record a guitar riff or you could record a vocal riff yeah 
and then you can have it just repeat or you exactly. could, and then you can add, you can layer up on top of that up to infinity. Kind of, you could create a whole orchestra of your own yourself. Yes. I love my RC 300. It has a couple different channels. And if you're learning how to play guitar, you can just play three chords over it and then you can really learn how to play over that and solo. And mm-hmm. I, I know some music theory, but I've learned a lot by ear really. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And yeah, Allie and I both have loved looping and then learning how to loop together. Does we get super loopy and (laughs) (laughs) just go off and yeah, but I'm super excited recently just learned how to produce. I produced my first song with the help of my friend, Heather Christie, her class. And, and I'm now I'm just getting lost in Ableton world and samples and so now I'm going to combine those worlds, the looping world with the sample world, and we'll see what happens. Mm. <laughs> what spawn you will create. <laughs> yeah. Now that you're in this immersive self-exploration stage, what does your creative unfolding process look like for you? Mm. Well, I... One of my favorite pastimes is to collage, Mm -hmm. and I find that my process with songwriting is very similar, just collecting all kinds of little phrases and concepts and themes and ideas, and some songs have taken me like a couple years, and I'll just like find the missing piece a couple years later, like Mm -hmm. find what the the chorus is, or, Mm -hmm. you know, so I have... I have books and binders and pages scattered around of writings. And now it's kind of like just seeing how they fit together and have a lot of content. And now I'm kind of just going through and wanting to complete some songs as as a creative person Mm -hmm. can get a little. Get your dopamine high. Lost. (laughs) Your completion. Yeah. (laughs) finally complete some things I have like hundreds of songs that I've written over the years and mm-hmm. so that's really my my goal is to actually have a an al- another album mm-hmm. made and more content out there that's completed <laughs> but uh, right now I'm playing a lot with Ableton and just coming up with some soundscapes and it's fun to put words to those soundscapes a lot of things that I've already written and is Ableton a person or an app or right who is Ableton (laughs) really (laughs) Ableton is a it's a program it's a recording Mm. software okay a digital audio workstation that's great for performing live or recording Mm -hmm. kind of like Logic Pro or Mm -hmm. those those things on very rare occasions you know, I can sit down and a whole song will come out. I'm a, I do a lot of rewriting and writing again mm-hmm. and totally. editing, re- editing, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and just reconnecting, refining what the, what the message is. And I have a question for mm-hmm. you. So when I have a song that starts to come through, it often will come through like as a chord progression first mm. and then I'll layer in the words and mm-hmm. then I'll I'll keep editing and refining you know like a bridge with some more interesting chords or like but I'll I'll try to do like a little voice memo to myself to kind of get 
an idea of what it is because as I start playing with it, sometimes it changes a lot and I lose it. Totally. <laughs> do you do you have a similar kind of a right? Sometimes a lot of times I think I'll come up with lyrics or a melody mm-hmm. and then I'll and then I'll play around and find different chords. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I end up changing the chord structure too yeah. and like trying something totally different. And I think at one point I thought that songs actually there's an end point, but I feel like they're actually alive now. Yeah. And like yeah. even even if those songs that you hear recorded, you know, artists, your favorite artists have recorded, it's like if they play that again, there's some slight difference, you know, when you mm. play it mm-hmm. and infuse the moment of the now with that song. So I'm, I kind of surrender to the song being alive and that it might shift a little bit in mm-hmm. the future and that's okay. It's dynamic. It's dynamic. I think my go-to is definitely like writing the words and the lyrics and then finding the musicality underneath it. Mm -hmm. And I love, actually one of my favorite things is freestyling, free flowing. Mm -hmm. And so fun. So fun. I feel like that's when, yeah, you feel the channel open inside of you Mm -hmm. and you you could even just find, I like to find songs online, just instrumentals that you can sing over or with looping stations, Mm -hmm. you can you know, just create something small and it becomes a trance, you know, and then you, yeah. And then you can kind of just see what wants to come through. And that's, that's really one of my favorite parts about the creative process is just like that initial creative spark and energy that's like flowing through you and, and so much inspiration comes through. And yeah, that's where it's like, when we think about, you know, the cliche quote, everything is within you. But you start to realize, like, wow, I have access to so much inside of me if I can really just create that space. Get out of my own way, yeah. Get out of your own way. Let, it, let it flow, yeah. Exactly. And that's really, that's one of the things I want to do more um, more with women is create safe spaces and containers for other people to open up that channel Mm. um been doing some workshops and have some workshops coming up but it's so good I conquer all my fears I 
Navigate the landscape of my deepest fears and clear it up. Spirit up, spirit up, spirit up. Ready and rise. Simple tools, one heart, two wings, and two eyes. And as these fires rise, it's no surprise that the last sight that clutched my mind's eye just died. And so I fly. Sun hits my wingtips, heart and lips of Artemis. One final kiss behind a timeless mist. And quite simply, there's art in this for real. This is nothing less than the destruction of the martyr's last dying wish. With this life deal came no manual or starter kit inscription It's harder hitting than 10,000 drug prescriptions A touch of fact with the smell of fiction And so with grace and precision I cut my diction like holy incisions And for this single reason angels listen While I can see the moon hit the waters of my faith and watch it glisten with the glorious, historious strength of all my forefathers' backs, I act.
act, not react With a lit match to the black stack of maps That said, well, maybe, just maybe This will be able to bring you back And I am ready on my own Equipped with the perfect poem in my bones And the dead serious feeling of known That this is my destiny And any part of me that can't see I say see you later, I am gone May you all rest in peace Valeria, you have a poem that you'd like to share. Yeah. I love spoken word and poetry, and this is one I'd like to share. Make me an instrument so that I may vibrate like the bowed strings of a cello, reverberating electric ripples of harmonic sonic passion throughout this wild chaotic dream, time, space, reality, echoing through the halls of the cosmos. Make me a sword so that I may be as sharp as a blade to cut precisely into the clay of life's obstacles and slay the unnecessary. I will. We shall. See, you are an instrument made of blood and bone, born of star stitched with gold. Behold the ancient and cryptic messages of light wisdom that is encoded in your molecular structure of your DNA. You are an instrument. Let source play your mind, body, and soul. Let source move you from the inside out. Let source pluck every metaphysical string of your musical spirit and make you sing 
like a symphony ring out. You are an instrument. You are an instrument. You are electric. You can't even help it. You vibrate with electric frequencies, that which is unseen, born of dreams and daring souls who laid the foundation for your spirit to follow. Do not be quiet. Do not be still. It is time to be loud and make noise. It is time to burn and turn our passion and cries into music and sing from the bottom of our soul to the tip of our tongue and let everybody know that we are watching, we are awake. What would you say are some of your biggest influences musically? Hmm. I listened to a lot of PJ Harvey growing up. Uh-huh. And nice. well, I had an older sister. I have an older sister. And um, I would, she would make these really cool mixtapes. Yeah, mixtapes were the best, right? So good. And you play them until they like don't right. have it in them anymore <laughs> to play be played. <laughs> yeah, she she really had amazing taste and really opened my mind to like, it it had like, you know, Bjork and Portishead and Radiohead and Lou Reed and Nine Inch Nails. Like it was very eclectic. Uh-huh, a lot of things going on. And, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Tori Amos and. I'm definitely a child of the 90s, uh-huh. so I love that kind of raw energy, that raw musicality, and I, I mm-hmm. felt like music back then, I'm sure everyone when they're younger, they're like, back in my day, music was, <laughs> you know, this and that, but, uh-huh. you know, we have, we have access to not only like the 90s, but also like the oldies, and so just mm-hmm. like I just was soaking up everything, you know, mm-hmm. and would listen to the radio when the radio was actually good. Right. 105.1. <laughs> I love the Fugees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was very like, very all over the place. I loved hip hop, 90s hip hop. And, but also like the singer songwriters like Jewel and Tori Amos. And mm-hmm. I listened to a lot of Ben Harper as well I went through a phase mm-hmm. and and then I think you know life is such a big inspiration for everything and totally <laughs> my journeys with life and um okay I remember my my dad was always doing these um activist ventures and he he brought me back a cd and it had human the artist human on it Mm -hmm. and all these other artists too it was like a very raw but kind of energy but i remember like connecting to that as well and just like you know just soaking it all up indie yeah 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 today's psa is about the musical offerings that you have So let's start with how do people find your music if they want to listen more? They've gotten to hear some of the songs already in the course of this podcast, but if they wanted to pursue a deeper dive into your sound, what Mm. would they do? Well, I have aliraroseMusic.com. You can check out my website. And I'm schizophrenically on the internet, so I have (laughs) all kinds of... (laughs) um, The many faces of Alira Rose. (laughs) Yeah. Looking for looking for a 
social media expert that helped me combine these. And I have my YouTube. You can find some videos on there. Um, I'm on Spotify. I just released my first song that I produced called Divine. I am on Bandcamp. Definitely want to support Bandcamp because they actually give artists money yeah. and support them. Respect. Yeah. Respect for them. You can find me on Insta, Alira Rose Music Hat. And there's, I have a couple Instagrams. So it's Alira Rose Music Hat, not Alira Rose Musica. I know it's confusing. So <laughs> that's my main one on Insta. You've got a Patreon page that you're developing. Yet. Yes. Right now I'm developing getting ready to launch my Patreon. Looking for my patrons. <laughs> yeah, my, my big inspiration is to, to like take my life force energy back from these platforms that I don't really resonate, you know, with anymore. And mm. my values don't really line up. And it's like, how do we streamline mm-hmm. and like really have a closed loop of, where we're feeding, we're giving our energy, our time, our creative life force to something that actually supports our visions. And it's really hard. It, it makes, they make it really hard, whoever they are. <laughs> um, the but, music industry is not known for being super supportive of musicians' own desires and goals. Right. <laughs> and, and it's kind of a beast. Facebook as well and all these, all these things. Yeah. Yes. So it's going to be a journey and I, you know, no judgment to people who are still using those and I'm still all, all over it. But my, my goal and it is really to find other platforms that, that resonate. And mm-hmm. there's also this thing called the mighty network that I'm curious about. So you can find me on those platforms. Mm-hmm. And then in person, you just got back from Mexico and you had some live I shows did. there and you've got some shows I mean, by the time this podcast gets released, you have already rocked out all your summer adventures. <laughs> yeah. But more more and more, we're having live music again, and you're yes. performing again. So that's wonderful. It is so amazing. I'm so grateful. I had an amazing time in Mexico. Magic just unfurls there. And I can't wait to go back. I'm getting ready to have a little tour in the summer with my girl Gina Renee. She is incredible spoken word hip hop mm. artist. Awesome. Definitely check out her music. Sarita will be there as well. Um, so that'll be that'll be in June. Got some things lined up, but as far as ongoing things for me, um, just working, launching my Patreon and just sharing sharing more of my personal yeah. <laughs> More curated. Curated. Yeah. And then a big thing that I'm excited about is getting to offer workshops with women. And I'm in communication with my girl, Gina Renee and Sarita, and we are putting together a women's retreat in the beginning of the fall, somewhere around September. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited to join forces and get to explore our voices and embodiment together. Um, I'll be leading yoga and we'll all be sharing just our all the knowledge and wisdom that we've gained over the years and just create a nice space together for women to explore their voices and 
song write together and be in nature that's like one of my favorite things to do is just like be in that it's a good combination right just be song in nature exactly yeah. that's all I really need and warm beverages <laughs> and just be in that um kind of that deep inner process together mm-hmm. and that's like one of my favorite things so looking forward to that and there'll be a lot more of those hoping to do some more um we did Gina and I did a a Lyra sister workshop so we're just right now things are on online on the zoom zoom in the zoom zoom room so mm-hmm. we're just a place to freestyle and open up that channel together and so there'll be more of those as well and yeah I'm looking forward to hopefully having more shows lined up and releasing more music mm-hmm. fabulous yeah, yeah. Every morning I look up 
What's your vision for the future of your music? Hmm. Well, thank you for asking me that question. <laughs> it's a good question, right? It's a good question to ponder. <laughs> I have so many goals. My main goal right now is to complete some songs and share them with the world and get them out to the world and feel that beautiful feeling of a complete <laughs> song so they're not haunting me anymore <laughs> all night unfinished songs that feels really exciting to do and beyond that I want to keep doing more workshops with women and just singing together more looping workshops and freestyling in nature and connecting with our bodies I love the fusion of embodiment work and exploring the healing modalities with musicality and and connecting that alchemical process to really rewire and reclaim, rewire our brains and reclaim our bodies, you know, because mm-hmm. so much of us were, were being bombarded by information and just everything that's happening in the world, like it's so easy to be out of our bodies. And mm-hmm. I really think that um, one thing I'm passionate about is just working with people with trauma and like the trauma brain. And it's, Mm. I think, you know, the sixties was like, it was a revolution in the streets, but I think now we, we need to take to the streets, but we also need to take to our own inner streets. And if we can't deal with our own inner trauma, then we just end up playing it out in the world. And that's what I think is, feels like is happening it's like traumatized people are traumatizing people and it's just mm. never ending cycle and 
Until it ends. <laughs> Until it ends. Until people heal. Until we heal. Yeah. And, yeah. and we totally can. There's miracles that happen all of the time. People, you know, recover from, you know, diseases and cancers. And I'm really passionate about that miraculous process that we have access to. And, mm. and um, I want to share that with more people. Mm-hmm. And, and my... <laughs> My other big dream goal is to, so I live off grid in the mountains and it's not always easy. It is not the simple life, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, it's been a big passion or just to learn about this way of life and to, to be sustainable and figure out how to be not a part of the problem. And mm-hmm. I would love to keep creating a sustainable um, music studio here and mm. eventually maybe have some retreats and um, hold space for other people that want to learn how to record music in a beautiful natural environment and combine that world of um, you know sustainability with the creative process and mm. that mm-hmm. feels really exciting it would take it's going to take a lot of money and time and it's just a pipe dream right now, but, um, you know, it's your what, pipe do we, dream. Yeah. what do we have to lose, but really following our dreams and our, what mm. makes us come alive. And mm-hmm. especially right now with how the world has been the last couple of years, it's like, it's actually been helpful for me to think about death in a way of like, you know, we're going to die. So why not live and give it all we got and like, let's make some shit happen. <laughs> yeah, fully. Yeah, and celebrate. I love that. Well, like living our dreams is our truest offering too, and yeah, and th- that is kind of one of the silver linings of this whole crazy last initiation as mm-hmm. we've been on this earth. It's like a perspective of what is really truly valuable to you, and mm. given given any option that you could have, what do you want to do with your precious life? Right, and. I've been kind of coming out of the pandemia really feeling like I want to follow my dreams. <laughs> like this is the oh, time. Second, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yay to that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Freeing our voices, freeing our expression, freeing our bodies, coming home to our bodies. And from that place, you know, there's such a connection with the earth body and our own inner body. And totally. it's no wonder why like our human bodies are sick. And the earth is sick. So it's like if we can blend those worlds and like learn how to do, take care of our bodies, I think we'll learn how to take care of the earth and vice versa. And there's a lot of exciting things happening amidst this chaos and we're here for it. We're here for, for it. it. And we're healing it up. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for talking today about all the wonderful musings of your mind and the ways that you're stepping in more and more and more to your truest callings. Mm. And it's just really beautiful to see the musical alchemy that you're embodying. Thank you. Thank you so much for driving out here and spending the day in my yurt and, and for this awesome offering as well. Positive, fantastic. We need more. We need more. some good news. Yeah. <laughs> we need some good news. <laughs> totally. 
Yeah, no, this is great. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Positive Fantastic Podcast. I'm Maureen Atura, and you can reach me by checking out my website, www.maureenatura.com. You can read about upcoming author events or sign up for my email list to stay up to date with the content that I create. If you go to www.maureenatura.com slash thepositivefantastic, you can link directly to any of the podcast episodes that have already been published and see short summaries describing each episode. I'm on social media, and you can follow me on Facebook on my page, Maureen Atura Author, and you can follow me on Instagram at Author Maureen Atura. Check out my channel at youtube.com slash to see a music video of Alira's song, Touch the Sky. For more information about Alira's music and offerings, you can visit her website at www.alirarosemusic.com. You can follow her on Instagram at alirarosemusiccat. With her handle Alira Rose, you can listen to her songs on Spotify, Bandcamp, see her music videos on YouTube, and you can become her patron on Patreon or follow her on Facebook. This episode of The Positive Fantastic has been brought to you on the full moon, and I hope you'll join us on the next new moon for more adventures and how humans can thrive. Cheers, and may your journeying through musical alchemy be fantastic. <laughs>